KPBS On Demand is supported by MaraCal Design and Remodeling, helping homeowners with their home remodeling needs. From ADUs to custom kitchen remodels and room additions, MaraCal Design and Remodeling designs and builds your dream home. Learn more at trustyourhometous.com. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Thursday, September 7th. The cost of child care could increase as federal funding for centers expires this month. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Four U.S. Navy officers who were once convicted for roles in the Fat Leonard bribery scandal will not serve any jail time. Instead, the group pleaded guilty yesterday to misdemeanor charges in a deal that vacates the prior convictions. A federal judge fined each officer $100. None will be ordered to serve probation or pay any restitution. Defense attorneys argued that prosecutors withheld evidence and prepped witnesses to give false testimony. The central figure in the case, Leonard Francis, pleaded guilty but left the country prior to sentencing. He was arrested in Venezuela and is awaiting extradition. San Diego police will pay respects to one of their own today. A private memorial will be held this afternoon in Sierra Mesa for Sir. The police canine was killed when it was shot during a call near Mesa College last month. San Diego Mayor Todd Gloria and Police Chief David Nislight are planning to attend the memorial, which is closed to the public. Mexico's Supreme Court decriminalized abortion nationwide yesterday. The decision comes two years after a ruling that removed criminal penalties in one northern state. Until now, Mexican states handled the abortion issue on a state-by-state basis. Our neighbor, Baja California, is among 12 Mexican states where abortion is allowed up to 12 weeks of pregnancy. Fifteen years ago, Mexico City became the first jurisdiction to allow a person to medically end their pregnancy. Wednesday's ruling at the national level follows a trend of Latin American countries loosening restrictions on the procedure. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, shaping the next generation of data-driven problem solvers. Learn more about the online Master of Data Science program from UC San Diego at omds.ucsd.edu. Federal emergency funding helped keep the child care industry from collapsing during the pandemic. Those funds are set to expire this month. Reporter Tanya Thorne explains what that could mean for parents and providers. The $24 billion Child Care Stabilization Program passed as part of the American Rescue Plan Act in 2021. It gave funding to more than 200,000 child care programs across America, a quarter of them in California. Now, those funds are set to expire by the end of this month. That can mean more staffing shortages and higher cost for care. Fast forward to what's going to happen after this is that number is going to increase. And we've been working to decrease it. And this will be an automatic, like, you know, not just two steps back, but five steps back. Arnulfo Manriquez is the CEO of MAC. His organization provides child development and early education programs in San Diego. He says many providers use the funds to increase their staff's pay and keep the care affordable for parents. Child Care Aware of America is a nonprofit organization that advocates for policies that improve child care. Susan Gale Perry is the CEO. 
I'm happy to say we are seeing some bright spots around the country and some states that have really stepped up. She says many states have started to invest more in child care outside the federal funds. Tanya Thorne, KPBS News. For children after school is a time for play, homework, and snacks. For working parents who rely on after-school care to keep their children safe, it can mean stress and costly program fees. But KPBS's Katerina Portella tells us that's changing for some families this year. So I remember the exact moment that I found out that they had been accepted into the program and I was jumping up and down for joy. Denise Hassan remembers it vividly. The day back in June when she found out her three boys got into the free after-school program. I got three separate emails back to back for each kid and that just really released a lot of anxiety for me because I was able to feel like I had some breathing room financially. Hassan's boys go to Marvin Elementary School, which just added the free program called Primetime this year. Hi, I'm calling to pick up my children. Yes, who? It's for Roman, Ramsey, and Rio Hassan. Roman and Mia, okay, they'll be out in a few minutes. Thank you. Hassan says it's going to save her a lot of money. So I did do the math, and um, over nine years of having my three children in daycare, it came up to just over $174,000. So nine years, three kids. Um, And that was just the child care. This year, San Diego Unified is using a state grant to boost prime time adding the program to eight more schools and increasing the number of students at each site. So Hassan and other parents will now be able to enroll their children in after-school care for free. Why did you move it? He's like, move your seat. Oh, can you put it back? Christiane Trout-McPhee is manager of Primetime for San Diego Unified. With the additional Extended Learning Opportunities Program grant, it gives us the opportunity to expand program and serve as many students as we can possibly serve. San Diego Unified contracts with several child care providers to run Primetime. Brad Lupian is CEO of one of them, called ARC. And now there's additional state funding called Expanded Learning Opportunity Programs, and that dramatically increased the number of spots and number of students. Uh, As an example, for San Diego Unified, we saw the target number of students for us double uh, over the past couple of years. Lupian says more spaces means helping more families. Last year, there were nearly 2,000 students on primetime waitlists. This year, there are half as many. He says the programs aren't just about play. There's homework help and academic intervention. There's enrichment. And there's recreation or physical activity uh, are the three primary components. And then every program by state law must also do uh, provide snack or supper or both. Kim McDougall is executive director of the YMCA's Child Care Resource Service. She says Primetime's expansion is just the first step in more accessible child care across the state. I think the vision is and the, and the goal for, for all of us child care advocates uh, and for the state of California is that there is free, accessible, high quality after school program for all children on a school campus. Mama, hi. For Hassan, the free care for her boys is a big relief for her entire family. Being able to alleviate that part of the budget was just, it's just a breath of fresh air um, to know that we have room to um, 
save, to do other things and not have to worry about sort of, um, you know, paycheck to paycheck, making sure that we are able to cover these costs. For KPBS, I'm Katerina Portello. I learned, it, I learned it from a 4x4, which I have in my backpack. <laughs> and a 4x4 is scrambled. Yes, somebody... And let me show you it. The deadline to apply for prime time has already ended, but parents can apply in the spring for next year. Details are at kpbs.org. Coming up, a long-running homeless shelter in North County is losing a major financial backer. We'll have that story and more just after the break. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. The Escondido City Council recently decided to pull funding from Haven House, a long-running homeless shelter in the city. Interfaith Community Services runs the shelter. Reporter Alexander Wynn spoke with the organization's CEO. The City Council made the decision last month. Interfaith Community Services CEO Greg Angel says the city expressed concerns about the population Haven House serves. One of the concerns they shared is that our shelter was not serving a high enough uh, portion of people from Escondido. According to Innofate's internal data, more than 50% of residents at Haven House are Escondido residents. Haven House was expected to receive $50,000 from Escondido, roughly the same amount it has received in the past decade. While $50,000 is a small part of the shelter's budget, it speaks to the larger issue that funding for homeless services is dwindling, Angel says. Escondido Mayor Dane White has yet to respond to a request for comment from KPPS. Alexander Wynn, KPPS News. A consumer advocacy group is calling on California's Attorney General to investigate the recent trend of homeowner insurance exits from the state. Reporter John Carroll says a recording of an insurance company lobbyist is at the heart of the matter. Insurance companies that write homeowner policies have been pulling out of California for months. Others have put restrictions on those policies. 
Last week, Jamie Court, who works for the group Consumer Watchdog, was on a flight between L.A. and Sacramento. He heard a passenger across the aisle from him speaking to a flight attendant about legislative matters. That man was Michael Gunning, who works for Lighthouse Public Affairs, a group that lobbies for insurance companies. The audio quality is not good enough to play on radio, but Gunning told the flight attendant, quote, So we're trying to jam a bill in the last three weeks of the year, unquote. Court says Gunning was talking about a piece of legislation that his group hoped to get through in the waning days of this legislative session, a measure that would raise premiums. If a company is pulling out of a market that they're profiting well in, and they're doing it in concert with other companies to jack up premiums, isn't that price fixing? Consumer Watchdog has asked Attorney General Rob Bonta to conduct an investigation. A spokesman for Lighthouse Public Affairs says their employees are always willing to answer questions from flight attendants. A.G. Bonta's office had no comment on any potential investigation. John Carroll, KPBS News. Surf's up in Oceanside this week for the annual U.S. Open Adaptive Surfing Championship. Reporter Jacob Ayers says the competition proves people of all abilities can professionally surf at the highest level regardless of what life throws at them. This week at the Oceanside Pier, professional surfers from all over the world are taking on the waves and fellow competitors for the sixth annual U.S. Open Adaptive Surfing Championship. Charles Webb is the founder of the event and tour. He explained how the boards differ from traditional surfing. They adapt it, you know, they got to put some handles on it, they got to put some different fin structure, they got to put some different, uh, you know, some different stuff on it. My wave ski has a backrest, it's got, you know, I surf with the paddles. Over 100 adaptive surfers from more than 17 countries will compete for accolades and cash prizes at the event. The competition runs from now through September 10th. The general public is invited to come and watch on the sand and volunteers are welcome to sign up. Jacob Ayer, KPBS News. Film Out San Diego is now underway. Now in its 23rd year, the local LGBTQ film festival opened last night in Balboa Park. Film Out runs through Sunday, and KPBS cinema junkie Beth Alcomando has a story right now at kpbs.org previewing the festival. You can also hear that story on Wednesday's episode of San Diego News Now. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. Join us tomorrow for your daily local news and a story on the effectiveness of local curfew laws. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great Thursday. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places.